Thank you so much for joining me today on Just Praise Him Radio. I'm your host, Glenda Lomax, and my job is to inspire you to a closer walk with Christ. Now here's the show. Um, the Lord has shown me in this time, and I've gotten emails about this too recently, but he's shown me quite some time ago that when this begins to happen, and even now as people are being moved or told to flee, that a lot of spouses, grown children, etc., are not going to be on board with, you know, God speaks to you to leave, and maybe your spouse or your grown child is like, no, I ain't going, that's, you know, you're just nuts, and I'm not going with you, whatever it is you're doing, and Many of them are going to think that we're crazy for believing in in the Lord and for believing that anything bad could ever happen to America because a lot of people think that could never happen. And yet America has done exactly what Israel did before God tore them down. What advice do you have for people whose loved ones will not flee to a safer place with them? Um, that's a tough one. Um you know, that, that's kind of an individual case-by-case case kind of thing. I My viewpoint is if God's telling you, you and, and you know God's telling you, yeah. you have to obey Him. Yeah. And if you're... You might be called a loony bin for doing it. You might be. Uh, that's true. I, I've you might have done be, that. You, you might I, be called a <laughs> bad spouse, a bad, you know, whatever. But if I'm, I'm just thinking in terms of if I was married right now and God said, go, you know, and if I had a spouse and he goes, uh-uh, I would be like, okay, I can obey God or I can obey man. It really comes down to that, don't it? Yeah. Not that it's ever an easy thing. You know, that would be a horrible thought because you know what you're leaving them to. And yet you can't, you know, other it's that or kidnapping. Kidnapping is still illegal, so. Yeah. You know. Um. You know, yeah, that, that's, Lot didn't want to leave. Sodom. No, he didn't. You know, that's right. Lot did not want to leave, and his, his and his wife, wife didn't, sure want, didn't to want to go. No, because she wanted to. She and looked his, longingly back on her and, her home and her possessions. I'm sure and, her life. Yeah, it was probably the only place she ever lived. You know, and Lot was in fact Lot. As he, in the story of that story, there's a story in the story. He wanted to go to a different little town. That's Remember right. That? He wanted First, to go to Zor. But then later, because because. I think the angel said, "You got to get out of get out of here, get out, get out of the plane, go, yeah. go, go, yeah. right?" Yeah. Well, he said, "Well, can I go to that little city over there? It's just that little one over there, you know." And he says, "All right, just okay, but you go back because I can't do anything until you get out of here." Yeah. And um, so he he ended up going to that town, but then later he reconsidered and he and he left that town for some reason. He Doesn't left and he went happened. and he went up to the mountains, and ended up in a cave, away from civilization for with his, uh, who knows with his how, two daughters, with his two daughters for yeah. I don't know how long, but quite a while, and um, so it's like, you know, why why he ended up kind of following the angel's advice after all anyway. Yeah. So and sometimes we do that too. We'll like, okay, Lord, and, and then we'll 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 we'll, we'll do something. But we want to put our little twist on it, you know. We don't want to do it exactly like he tells us. Right. So he so he pulls that twist out eventually. He'll he'll yeah. pull that twist yeah. right out of there. And he'll, he'll untwist and, you real quick. And he'll have you doing it your way, his way. <laughs> but but to get back to the leaving your spouse and all that, um, that is it's one of the toughest things you'll probably ever have to do in your that life. That would that would be hard. That would be very hard. Um, 
That is very, very It hard. would be gut-wrenching, but... I... Um, the, and the Lord won't make you do it. He won't make no, you do it. We always have a choice. But, but once he won't you do it, he'll, he'll help you. He would help get you. through it. But he's only trying to keep people safe. He's trying to keep right. his children safe. And if you're unequally yoked, which the Bible says not to be, if you're unequally yoked you're with somebody that doesn't believe, and maybe you got married before you got saved, then that's going to be a tough decision. Yeah, especially... Um, when there's children involved. Oh, you know, that would really be bad. Or grandmothers and all that. And yeah. So or like, let's say you live in a certain area and you've been there all your life and you've got, um, you know, children, you got grandchildren, you've got cousins. All your family. Whatever. Yeah. And so it's like, you, Lord, you really you want me to go where, you know? Yeah. Oh, and I know leave, that. And oh, then, I know that feeling. You, when you're leaving, you know the odds are you're probably never going to ever see those people again. And I knew that when I left... Um, this last time to come to Arkansas, I just had a feeling that he was never going to let me go back down the mountain. And yeah. he never has so far. And, it, and it's painful when you know that, but you still have to obey. If you want to be safe, you still have to obey. You don't have to obey him if you don't care. You know, you can stay with your spouse and die on the spot or, you know, watch well, what happens or whatever. But, you know, um, but if you pray to be kept safe, don't, you know. It's like going to the doctor and they're not doing what the doctor tells you to do. You know, it says like a prophet is not without honor except among those of his own yeah. family and friends and all that. Yeah. Well, that is so true. And it, it's like if you were to stay with your family, okay, they may never get saved. That's a good point. You know, and I've prayed for mine and... Um, you know, everybody prays for their family because oh, yeah. you, you want them to, to be. I pray for mine all the time. You know, because eternity is eternity. You're looking at forever here. It doesn't ever, ever end. It just keeps going, yeah. right? And it's it's people. I you know they they talk about it. They 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 read about it. But do they? Gosh, it's hard to to grasp what it really, really, really means. It's think of a line that just never ends. A line, just straight line. And That's it's, a good it's way like to look at it. Never ends. It just keeps going, and it's like you, you, if you go five million miles, and then you, it looks the same because you just keep going, and that's what it's like. It's, and it goes the other way. It goes back. Yeah. You know. You know the people who have visited hell and then come back. That's why they felt so hopeless. They knew it didn't end. Yeah, but they knew there was no way out. The what I was where I was going with that was. Um, as far as your family, you, you want your family in heaven with you for eternity. That's more important that's than where they're right here. You, yeah. know, you you love them, and, yeah. you know, but um, it, you, it's it's a difficult, tough, tough thing. Oh yeah. But no question. If, if if you know, it's like you you're going to be uncomfortable if you don't do what he says. Yeah. You're just very, gonna, you're very, very uncomfortable. Because if you're not where he wants you to be, doing what he wants you to do, you have no peace. Yeah. No peace. No. And you'll always wonder, gosh, if I only would have obeyed that yeah. one time. What would have happened? What would have happened? What, what you know, it's like, uh, it's like Braveheart. When Braveheart says, you know, hey, when you're an old man, you're looking back on this day, you know, and uh, would you trade all the days from this day to that? To, to just have one chance to come back and and tell your enemies, you know. Well, it's the same. It's going to be like, if you had one chance to come back and change something. Speaking you know, of which, you know, 
I, I really feel strongly that God wants us to express what we have to express to people. And that if we need to make amends with somebody, ask forgiveness, things like that, that we need to get that done because we are out of time. Guys, we are out of time. That's a Roger on that. Yeah. And what advice as far as possessions would you give people now in advance of the invasion as far as keeping, cleaning out, paring down, giving away? Um, well, uh, I would I would say... Um, Lighten your, trim the sails. Trim the sails. Uh, lighten your load. Um, you you can only carry so much, and let's say, you know, to, to for those who are able, um, uh, it, you've got a pack, right, and you've got some goodies in it, and it's to help you survive. You know, you've got your flashlight, your knife, your fire starting equipment, whatever. Um, some cold weather gear, some sleeping bags. Uh, try to keep it down to a minimum of weight because water's something you're going to be have to carry as well, and it's it's the heaviest thing you're carrying around. So um, try to keep the other stuff down to a minimum, and and the same with your life. You know, it's like you don't want to be dragging around a whole slew of stuff yeah. if you have to keep moving, especially. And the odds are that the gas is going to get extremely expensive and then it's going to become unavailable. So your car is just going to be ending up being a little place for mice to live <laughs> and, or, or you to live and, yeah. and stay warm in for a while. But, um, but just try to keep, uh, everything that, you know, people, the world, the system is so geared to, to basically burden you with all this junk in your life. When, when, you, when you get down to the nitty-gritty, what do you really need to have to survive or to live, to actually live, it, it's just a few things, you know? And if you can narrow it down, sit down, like, go sit out in your car and turn the power off in your car. And sit there and go, okay, um, what, what, uh, what just happened? You know, do we have an EMP or a nuke went off? I don't have power. It's dark. I'm 30 miles from home. Um, I'm female. I didn't even think about it, but the word for today is prepare quickly. And it talks about oh, wow. <clears throat> differentiating between what is truly necessary and what is not. And I get the words almost always. I get them at least a week ahead of time. Sometimes I get them two weeks ahead of time. And that was today's word. I just realized that. Wow. Um so it's 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 just a matter of uh, narrowing down, you know, sit down in your car, right, and think about it. What do I really want to have with me right now? I'm 30 miles from home. I have my lipstick. I have my cell phone in the wrong shoes. Okay, uh, this ain't gonna work. So um, I'm gonna need some boots. I'm gonna need some gloves. I'm gonna need some good jeans that are gonna last a long time. Um, if you can find some rain poncho a belt a place to put my flashlight a place to put my knife um clothing to tone down my femininity because uh there's going to be uh, predators out there that want to do bad things to um pretty ladies it's going to be a curse to be pretty you want to be and, the gray man or be a woman at all a wise man told me once you want to be the gray man and the right. gray man means blend into the background don't be noticeable be bland 
That's really good advice. Yeah. In America, we're not used to being bland, but we need to know how to be bland in that time. That's sort of like camouflage. They call that camouflage. Yeah, kind of like, okay, so it'd be kind of like camo. So, yeah, so camo up in some sort of indescript uh, outfit and and have a little pack. But it don't have to be a camo pack. It can be just one of those little earth tone type color packs. You don't want to look like... Uh, you know, Navy SEAL or something out there running around because yeah. you probably get shot at if you do. Throw in some gray sweats and a gray T-shirt and a worn-out ball cap and... And bonsai. And, bonsai uh, out. But, uh, the, you know, when you, when you take some proactive measures to actually prepare for these kinds of things that are coming, yeah. it helps bolster your morale. It and, makes you feel better than doing nothing. Yeah, Other, right. You can sit there and bite your nails or you can, you know, do something. That's exactly it. And um, and then as you're doing it, you know, the Lord will, he'll guide you. He'll, he'll show yeah. you things that are necessary or things that are not. He'll, he'll, he'll go, you know, I really don't, uh, I don't need six pens. I think one's going to do it. And then, um, you know, a couple of, uh, you know, like uh, people thinking like, oh, I got to rub sticks together or some stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. We, no, you don't. Just go to the gas station and get five or six Bic lighters. Yeah. You know, Small, lightweight. It's the 21st century. It's okay to cheat a little bit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So just take that, all that. Woodcraft is great, but yeah. let, let's get real here. We're in the we're in the 21st century. Nice and, if you know how to rub the sticks, but use the Bic lighters while you can. And the bottom line is surviving and take care of your family or take care of your loved ones. Yeah. And try to get through it, which... Um, what do you do if you have small children or or you're taking care of your elderly parents or you have a disabled child or or a disabled adult even that you care for um what do you even do in a situation like it can you even do anything maybe you can't do well physically anything you know it's it's, it's, it's like some folks some folks are going to be able to to do this um nothing's going to be easy no but and, and with children and with other people you know it's like just do the best you can. Just it, it, things happen slower when you have children. Like you think you're going to get out the door and and go uh, do all this stuff during the day and this and that and la da. But it's like, oh wait a minute, I got to I got to you know change the diaper this and that and la da. Well, instead of getting upset about all that, it's like that's kind of like God slowing you down a little bit to maybe think about something else. You know, it's like. Being the first one, uh, you know, done with all your chores is is not uh, necessarily what he wants you to learn that day. No, you know, it's he, he's like a wait a minute vine. We used to have these things like when we used to hike in the jungle or whatever, and these vines would grab you right with stickers on them, and they and they would pull at your shirts and rip your into your skin. We used to call those wait a minute vines. <laughs> well, sometimes the Lord throws these wait a minute vines at you, and it's like. Hey man, I want you to think about this today a little more. You know, you got to be flexible. You got to just kind of go with what he wants you to do, what, what yeah. his program is, because because yeah. he knows um, the way and he can see he what's up best. ahead. He knows it's like your way of doing things. Okay, it may, it may work, but you have you have, you can grind it out and you can push it through at some point, maybe eventually. But did you really get everything you were going to get out of doing it that way? When he was going to show you maybe an easier way, his burden is lighter and his burden is easier. Yeah. You know? 
I'm sure we all have a, a wait a minute story, but in back in, it was the late 80s. I lived in Clinton, Oklahoma, and I was visiting one of my family in Elk City, Oklahoma, and I was supposed to leave at a certain time to go back for some reason. And I remember I was delayed for a few minutes and I was aggravated with it. But after I got home to Clinton, I found out that there was someone who was almost exactly that many minutes ahead of me on the road that I did not know. And a tire came off, a wheel came off of a truck on the other side of the interstate and went through her windshield and killed her. Right. It might be to save your life. It may, it, it may have <laughs> or, been to save because I was, you know, I, was I usually yeah. went everywhere on time, you know, and. Yeah, that's an awesome, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, that's, I prayed for that person's family. But yeah, I was like, okay, all righty then. Just, yeah, I, that helped me learn to just chill out and not get so stressed when, you know, things yeah. happen. They don't, they're not always, you know, okay, you're just running late. Because I'm a person who does things on time. Um, I, I like to I've, be late. I've often thought about, you know, um, this, this this scenario where you've got, little children or you've got uh, someone you got to care for or a special needs child or um, you know, some instance like that and it's it's just going to be tougher and and right. you need to get closer to God okay you just need to get a little closer to him and prepare and further prepare ahead better and try to come and, up with a plan and don't don't beat yourself up and don't get all frustrated that you know we're not going to make it or this or that a lot of you got to speak life into the situation too. You got to say, "That's true." You know what? Uh, okay, the power I, I of guess, our words. Because God would not put you in in care of that person if He didn't think you could deal with it. That's true. You know, He's given you an honor because all the way down the line That's in true. eternity, after we're gone and we're sitting around at some big table talking about our experiences here, it's like, "Gosh, you know, I could have done better on that one. You know, I could have been a better person on that one. I could have." gave a little more or done this or that or or cherish the moment the very moment even though it was a nasty moment because we're all down here in this world yeah we're all down in, here in this together. system the world is beautiful but the system sucks yep. let's just kind of say that pretty much yeah and it's just nasty so we have to get through the sewer to get to the green pasture you know what i mean and, and we the lord made these green pastures we just have to look and see them different we have to find them. And maybe that pastor is just being with someone and giving them a little comfort. And, and, and no matter what, even if there's 30 troops outside, you know, rolling down the neighborhood, well, up to my last minute, I'm going to try to do a good thing, you know. Yeah. Or that, laying up treasures in heaven. It's, it's spooky. You know, yeah, my, my and, knees might be knocking, but by golly, I'm going to do the best I can for that person and while I, I don't, can. I don't know that our objective is always going to be to stay alive. Because we're all leaving this earth at some point to go home. So I think that God keeps us safe until that point. And then at that point, he uses whatever means. is available or means is there, I guess, for us to leave the earth. That's all I can figure. And I don't have all the answers, but that's just what I think. Yeah, I don't either. Because he yeah. has told me continually in words and at times when he talked to me, I'm going to keep my children safe up to time for them to come home. I'm like, okay. To that time, right. Well, there you go. But we got to go somehow, right? Yeah. Now, keep in mind. Um, somebody just came to me. There's going to be a lot of blind people. Yes, there okay? is. Because a lot of people are going to be looking the wrong way, possibly. Uh, if it does happen at night, 
um, it's it's going to be more that much more intense because your eyes are completely open oh, to receive yeah. as much light as possible, right? And you're driving down the highway, and off suddenly, you know, oh. four miles in front of you, a nuke goes off. Well, you're blind, bud. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, it's just going to be, uh, and whoever's looking that way at that particular moment in time is going to be blind. Um, so if you're looking in another direction, but you can see this flash going off, just hunker down, just get down, find a curb. If you're, if you, if that's all you got is a curb, then get in that curb, get in the ditch, get behind whatever you can, find some cover. Yeah, because behind and the flash is coming the wind and the debris. Yeah, and all, and yeah, all that yeah, that goes that. with it. So, um, and then just uh, cling to Jesus while you're staying. While you're, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just Lord Jesus, you know. Here we go. That's it. Because we're going to be going through the opposite of the birth process. You know, yeah. it's like when we were born, we didn't have much choice about it. We didn't know. All we knew was we were in this nice, warm, soft place. You know, it was wonderful, yeah. and quiet, and, and then boom. You know, <laughs> yeah. no wonder we came out crying. Right? We're yeah. out here, you know, boom, and it's like, yeah, I'm crying. You're darn right, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. Well, now we, we've had time to think about how we're going to go. Okay, yeah. we've had time to think about it, and and it's like uh, in that movie with the was it uh, White Earp or uh, Tombstone, and he says, you know, with the other guys, I didn't, I didn't have time to think about too much, but with uh, Ringo here, I, says, I got time to think about this one, <laughs> and he says, I can't take him, can I? You know, well, it's going to be kind of like that. It's like we've had a lot of time to think about, or it, but but you know what? When that when it actually happens, we're probably not. And it's just gonna happen real quick, boom, done. Yep. So uh, that'd be the good thing. If you're dead to this world already, yeah, it's not if you can matter. focus on that, you're dead already. You are already dead if, to this place. If this world holds no interest for you anymore, then you're dead to this world. It's not gonna be nearly as hard to let go. It's no. not. And in, as far as the people being blind, maybe, and we can all pray that God will increase the faith of people who carry the healing gift to lay hands on those people. And then God will do miracles right. that will help other people who don't Why believe not? to believe. Yeah. Really? That's and a see good the point. scales fall off of their eyes and get some people healed. And then they might mm -hmm. become a believer and all the yeah, people all who the just people saw be, it. Yeah, because there will be mighty works and all that stuff going on. Because too, that's the, the purpose of miracles Gosh, that's a darn is, good idea. is to make unbelievers believe. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that is really good. They would sure be glad. Exploits. This is we're going to be Great, doing. Mighty exploits. exploits. That's right. I think he's he's raising up. Uh, there's an army of his that is he's raising up. I think a lot of them are going to be young people too that are going to just get out and walk and talk and say the word and witness. Yeah, witness to people. Yeah, he's uh, got a job for you to do if you're still yeah. here. Some kind of job. Yeah, something. Because there's a lot of young people out there that are hungry for. They don't know it, but him. Yeah, they you know, don't know what they're looking maybe for. They haven't had good parents, and they've had a rough time, um, too many video games or whatever. Yeah, and they and they've just lost. They, they they don't know what to believe. They don't know, you know, they can't who to trust or whatever. They see the, all the, all this stuff going on, and um, they they will have turned and they will turn to God and they will get. Very good. They will get a real anointing, boom! Just yeah, they will. because it's going to be uh, 
needed. And, and, and it's what's written in his word. You know, there, there's going to be a serious anointment. His spirit will be dropped on all, all these kids. He'll pour out his spirit yeah. on the sons and the daughters. Yeah. And they're going to um, do awesome, awesome things. So there's there's that. You know, you got to look at the good side. Look at the good stuff. Yeah, you know, there is what's good stuff. And, and there's going to be a lot of good things coming. You know, people will do amazing things of heroic things, courageous yeah. things. There, there are going to be leaders come up that you would not think ordinarily would have been leaders. Yeah. You know, there's going to be these people you would not expect that are going to rise up. I, I've seen this in the military. You know, it, He gave it, me a word years ago. I think I just reposted it called, yeah. I will use some of you to lead the way. I will raise up some of you to train, to lead the way or something like that. Right, yeah. That makes me think of that. Because often in... in, in uh, and I think it will be people that you wouldn't expect to lead because the people you expect to lead are probably already leading something. Either that or, or, they're, or they're, in some instances, they vapor lock or they get killed, you yeah, know? Yeah, And like uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the military, you know, in war and whatnot, you know, you've got... Uh, Platoon sergeants and captains and lieutenants and generals and all these people, and then war hits. Right, the plan just goes right out the window. Oh wow! Well, you lose your command structure. Well, somebody's got to step up to the plate. So Private Snuffy walks up and goes, um, "I know what to do. Let's do this, do that, do this, do that, and whatever." And so it's like he just takes charge because he knows what has to be done because he's been watching it being done for a while. Yeah. And he watched the training, and he knows what the objective is. He knows what the mission is. So he he just goes, okay, well, we need to get up to the top of that hill. They were going up there for some reason. Let's get there. So they they reassemble, and they... They just they, carry on. They they figure it out, and they just keep going. And so they fly by the seat of their pants, and they just get her done. Yeah. And then later, some of these guys got battlefield commissions right there on the spot because somebody else came from higher, right, later... And recognized what they did and said, okay, man, you are in charge now. You are a battalion commander, bud. And, nice. and that's how it happens. And so in, in in life, that's just the way it goes. There's somebody, it could be a, a grandmother, you know, that just takes it and says, because she remembers how America used to be. And she knows, and maybe she was raised by parents who went through the Depression or something, right? And she's going to just pull up her bootstraps and go, okay, this is what you need to do, buddy. You know, and man, you'd be surprised. There's a whole slew of grandmothers that are serious warriors. Okay, <laughs> I just know that. I know they're warriors on their knees. That's I didn't what I know mean. they were warriors in any yeah. other way, but yeah. I should know that. I, I wouldn't. I would not want to mess with a grandmother that's no. not not happy. Oh no, no, <laughs> no. When in in this time when invading armies comes in, I'm thinking grocery trucks and gasoline trucks are not going to run because they're probably going to take over all that, aren't they? So, like, I live up here on a mountain. The groceries and the gasoline are going to run out in my town pretty quick. Yes. And and I'm I'm thinking ahead. This they're is, already starting to run out. Yeah, in in the cities, I don't know what happens, but but yeah, up, up here in the middle of nowhere. Um, you you you, you have to prepare. Um, think about how people used to do things. Uh, like yeah. like I was just saying, the Depression times, they stocked up, they saved, they scrounged everything they could that was of use. Yeah. And they had pantries and they canned food and they yep. they did. The old way is going to be the way because if you don't have power, well, then you can't just go up, pull your DeWalt 20-volt uh, uh, saw nope. and start ripping uh, plywood. 
you're going to have to do it and get your saw, get your old saw, right? Yep. And, and uh, there is one benefit of these things. That your muscles are going to get bigger. Oh, uh, yeah, they are. If you have the food to keep you running. I learned so, last year how to, I've been trying to acquire new skills. I learned how to mill grain, how to mill wheat. Now, I have an electric mill, but I also know that if you're going to do it manually, you can do it between flat stones. we got lots of stones up here, so that's no problem. But I know how to mill flour now. Mm-hmm. And that, that things like that are, are helpful skills. And now I'm trying to learn about herbal medicine. And I have one, like one cough syrup that I mix up that's for my dogs, but I also use it because it's also for people. And if you learn things like herbalism and things like that, in that time, there aren't going to be any doctors. You can't go to the clinic. There's going to be no medical help, and there's going to be a ton of injuries. There's going to be a lot of in- injuries. Where are you going to go if you need a dentist? Yeah, you're going to you know? be your dentist. Yeah, and, and on Amazon, I found that they actually have a little set of dental tools, and then they have separately a book that says when there is no dentist, that it was written for missionaries that go to third world countries where there aren't anything like that. You know, if you're over there for six months and there's no dentist, I guess you're in a lot of trouble if you have, you know, a tooth that needs to come out. But those kind of things are going to happen and there's going to be no help. And if you have children, you have people to take care of, it's going to be even more important. I'm, you know, these are not big preparations. They don't cost a lot, but might be a comfort to have. Yeah. There's, Maybe. There's always something positive you can do. Um, there's, in your downtime, you know, if you have downtime, um you can just get a notepad out and just uh, get a pen and uh, just think about uh, what you take stock of what you have, you know, and, and yeah. think about what what you do have. Think about uh, how can I use this, you know, because everything you got to think outside the box. You, you yeah. have to uh, everything you carry in your pack should have two or three different uses. Um, Good point. Yeah, that way you're not carrying too much stuff. Yeah, if you if you have a bug out pack, which is a backpack that's stuffed with things that help you survive if you're out in the woods, yeah. if, you, if you have to run from your home. And I don't know why, but the Lord told us in a word that we that Christians would not be safe in their houses anymore. I don't know if they're going to burn our houses down around us or what, but to me that means that a lot of people would be fleeing into the wilderness. I'm not a wilderness person. I'm not. I don't want no part of the woods and the bugs and all that, the snake, no... No, I don't want any part of that. But for people who know how to navigate that or, or can survive in that or are willing to try to survive in that, then if you have a bug out pack and you have some things packed away in it, it will really help you. You know, if it's like, okay, now's the time we got to run, you grab your pack off the wall and you take off, I guess. Yeah, it would be a good idea. Um, like I was saying, like sit in your car and think about what you'd yeah. want to have with you when, uh, you know, you have to walk 10 miles. Yeah. I've had to commute long commutes before. And I'll tell you what, if an EMP had gone off then, mm-hmm. I had the wrong shoes. I had a lipstick cell phone and the wrong shoes. That's exactly where I would have been. Yeah. Between Dallas and Fort Worth. Uh, socks are important. Um, good, clean socks. Uh, you know. And take one thing about this whole thing, too, is, is uh, and one thing they teach in the military is... Um, the two most important things for an NCO is take care of your troops. The accomplishment of the mission and taking care of your troops. So sit in your car and, and, and just sit there and write things down you'd like to have with you. Like, what am I going to do about the dogs that are going to be roving around? Yeah, just think if you were you know? broke down on a highway, not sitting in your driveway. Yeah. And, and close your eyes for a minute and go, okay, my, there was, an EMP just went off. 
I'm on the highway going home from work, and here I am. Yeah, a good place to get things. Um, you know, you, you you can improvise if you don't have a lot of money. You can improvise uh, canteens with with uh, Gatorade bottles. You know, you can get a couple Gatorade bottles, clean them out, and you've got a little bit of water right there, and you can get two or three of those and pop them in your <clears> pack. You can carry a a, <clears throat> a big trash bag to use as a rain poncho. Yeah, right. There's a lot of different. You got to think outside the box. Improvise. Uh, um, a pencil. You can use a pencil as a weapon. You can use uh, if you had to. Let's say you had to, you know, fend off some uh, somebody that wanted to cause you some harm. Well, there's a lot of places you can poke someone. Yeah. And I don't want to go over all those things. Kind of. Use a can of hairspray too. I've heard. But you can find out. There's places online right now, and 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 that's another thing is if you want to find out a bunch of stuff and get some books on this and that. Yeah. Uh, you might want to do it right now because. Yes. Uh, I, there's no guarantee the internet's going to be up next week. And we okay. were looking for some books, yeah. certain books by a, a particular author, and they're so gone from supply that they were listed at over $900 a piece. That's a heavy book. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a... That's not good. So, and there are, there are books on Amazon, like there's <clears throat> Nuclear War Sur- Survival Skills. It's about $14 or $15. It has a bunch of stuff. There's um, there's books on herbal medicine, learning how to do herbal medicine. There's books on foraging in the wilderness to get uh, edible plants with pictures so you don't eat the wrong ones that are not edible plants. And things like that can help you in that time if you have to survive in the wilderness for any length of time. Or if you have a really long walk home and you got to spend the night in the woods or, you know, whatever then you need to know how to do that. You need to know how to purify water. These are physical preparations that, and of course you should pray about this, but if you feel like the Lord's saying you need to prep a little bit, you know, you're going to be here, then do it. The bottom line is he is our source for everything. But if you're going to rely on him 100%, your faith better be able to do that. Most people are not at that level of faith. Some people are, but most people are not. It's it's something that... Usually you learn by going through some really tough times, some wildernesses, some really, really hard times. And many rounds has been through some times like that and has that level of faith. Um, I, I wrote some things down on a list, uh, some items Go, that yeah, people might want to, if, if they can, if they're able yeah. Please share or they those can improvise some of these things, you know. Yeah, can, we're going to close in a minute, so go ahead and share um, those. Okay, uh, main thing, water, food, okay. No. And like you can use canned food, it lasts quite a while. It's heavy. And, or grains and things like that, and stow it in plastic containers that seal really well to keep the bugs out. True. Now, some grains are going to have bugs in them to begin with. They're just so small you can't see them, but so you have to check them from time to time. Yep. But anyway, uh, first aid supplies. We should talk about that at some point, too. Oh, um, yeah. Um, for your families, it, if there's a big disaster, like you know, just have a place, a rally point that people can go to to find, and you can get a head count of how many people you have mm-hmm. and who's missing, and then you start looking for them. Let's say that an attack happens at 8 o'clock in the evening. Your teenage children are gone from the house. Uh, your husband has gone to the gym. Okay, and the MP goes off. You're at the house by yourself as a female. You don't know where anybody's at. If you have a rally point and a plan ahead of time, then everybody knows where to meet up. Same thing in an earthquake. It's a, they, they tell us in Tornado Alley to have uh, an emergency plan like that for tornadoes. Because tornadoes, I mean, everything gets flung all over the place. 
Okay. Um, hardy clothes. Okay. Uh, especially for ladies. Um, you know, I, you got to have some good jeans, a belt, some cold weather gear, beanies, uh, a floppy hat, a nice hat to keep the sun off you, long sleeve shirt, um, good uh, socks, hygiene items. Um, stay clean, okay, because you can get uh, messed up if you're not. And it's not good. It's really bad. I've seen it. And you don't want to go there. No, it would so be bad. Please stay as clean as you can. Um have a small pack in your vehicle or in all your vehicles. So no matter what car you're in, you've got something. You can yeah. get that bag and run out. Imagine this. Imagine you're rolling down the freeway, right? And let's say it's bumper to bumper and you're in a big city. And then all of a sudden, uh, these jihadist dudes jump out of their vans and they start blowing people away, right? And they're sitting in their car. It's like, oh my goodness, I got to run down the embankment. I got to bonsai out of here. And they're just blowing people away left and right. Um, and that could happen. And yeah, and uh, or you're in, you know, uh, I don't want to go there too much, but let's say uh, it's just good to have a little pack or something you can grab in a big hurry. And you can have it on your kitchen wall. So if you have to leave your house in a big hurry, it's just hanging right there. You can have more than one. Or in your bedroom. <clears throat> so if you have to go out the bedroom window, there's one in there. I saw I saw a movie recently. I want to mention this because this really impressed me. I'd never seen this before, and it was about it was it was a nuclear attack movie, and this family was in this house, and I mean they had to blow out of that house quick. Well, they didn't have time to grab their bug out stuff, but the father, because he was a prepper, and of course they all laughed at him. He had made a second stash outside the house, like in the woods, where he had put like some he'd made a hole that didn't get any water in it and stuff like that, and he had buried packs there too and i thought that was really yeah, smart that's a darn good idea yeah plan yeah. b we're yeah. going to plan b you here's plan b here's your pack yeah. here's your pack and then they had they had some stuff to get by for a few days right and that goes for like if you're if you have a if you do have a plan or then have a backup and then if you have maps and you have routes that you plan yeah. on taking to get from point a to point you b need have paper maps routes. there's not gonna be any gps y'all we need paper maps yeah. and, and you're gonna have to know how to use them for yeah yeah hopefully you can read a map uh if you don't have a backpack and stuff like that, I don't have a backpack, so I've, I've been thinking about this, but you can go to a military surplus store or order online. They have things like that. And they have, you know, boots that they, the lace-up boots that like the army guys wear and stuff like that. You can find some things that you need there. Um, let's see. Maps. Okay, that was the next thing. Um, orienting a map. Okay. Learn how to orient your map. So that way, when you set your map down, um, it's actually like a representation of the actual earth that's around you. Yep. It's pointing the right way. In other words, north on your map is actual north. And one way to do that uh, would be to use a compass. And then you can use the, uh, they have an inc inclination, uh, usually on in the legend of the map. But if there's a landmark that you know of, and you can see it, and there's the landmark on your map. That is a quick way of orienting your map. You can just use the landmarks and then just get yeah. a quick orientation. But uh, I used you, to you can learn about this, and there, there are there are things you can research about how to do that in a quick fashion on the internet already. So I'm not going to get too deep into that. But when I moved to Dallas, I got a map of the Dallas <clears throat> streets because I was working in Dallas. And when I would drive to work or I would see something, I would mark it on my map so that I knew where all these different, and then it became so easy to find everything. 
Yeah. And the more you do it with maths, the easier it gets. Yep. It's just like everything else. And, and don't, don't let it intimidate you because I know a lot of mm-hmm. people have, they've been using their little GPS phone thing for like uh, ever. We've become too they, reliant. Yeah. They've been raised on it now. So they don't, and they don't really know any other way. But um, the one thing about the map is you, you know, you don't have like, you don't have to have power or you don't have to have signal. Nope. You just look at it and you can read it. And Tell so, them where they can get maps to. Oh, you, you can get maps at AAA. Yep. They give them away. You can buy an atlas like at Walmart that yeah. has all the states, but most people are not going to be trudging through all the states. But you can usually go to a chamber of commerce or something like that and, yes. and get a map of the little area of your town you're in or a gas station or there's all, all kinds of places to get maps. Yeah. Um, you can look it up on, on your little phone. and then and You can look it up now. <laughs> you yeah. Can, you can look it up right now. But uh, anyhow, um, okay, a flashlight. Well, I can't tell you how important that was on, uh, um, you know, the day that the Northridge earthquake hit. And I want to say this, too, for people who live in a city. um, If you're in the inner part of the city and something hits and and you're trying to leave the city, remember, probably a lot of other people are going to be trying to leave the city on the same route. Yeah. And they're not, not always just the good guys. No, there are probably a lot of bad guys. Yeah, so, so keep that in mind when you're mapping how you're going to go. Yeah. Um, uh, a knife, get a, get a, well, they used to have a thing called a Butter Knife Brigade uh, back in the, the day. And basically that brigade was the brigade that didn't have any weapons. So they started out with a butter knife and they moved their way up as they went. They took out the guy who had a weapon and then they had a weapon. But uh, if you have a knife, you can you can do a whole lot of things with just a knife. You can build a church. You can practically build a house with it. If you you know get you can make other tools with that. But um, and it's one of the oldest tools that's known to man. But uh, a good knife, uh, high carbon content. Uh, they're sometimes a little pricey, but uh, you get, you get what you pay for. But if, if all you have is a butter knife, start with that. Uh, you can make a knife if you have uh, a file or something like that. You can always uh, you can learn how to do that online too. There's always a way to improvise or a way to get it done. But, uh, but a knife is very important to have. A source of heat, uh, a way to make a fire. Now I, I recommend uh, you know get six big lighters or, or a couple zippos and lots of fluid. And some matches and put them in a watertight container. But uh, just the quickest, fastest way is just use a big lighter. Keep it, keep it dry. Keep it in a plastic baggie or a couple plastic baggies. They don't cost much. And put it in your pack. And then you can use the baggies for other things later too. Um, light candles, candles are good. But uh, in a really hot climate, they do melt, so they don't. You know, they're not the the greatest thing to have in a in a hot climate, but. Um, in a pinch when it's really cold outside, I have used them. Um, I had a poncho, and uh, I just uh, it was a military grade uh, army poncho, and I was out in the boonies. It was 17 degrees, and the wind was howling, and Ooh. it was cold. Ooh. Let me tell you. And uh, there were some other people that uh, chose to uh, sleep in their sleeping bags, you might say. And I said, no, I don't think that's not a good idea. So. I tried to advise. They didn't take my advice. Uh, 
I was nice and warm and toasty all night, and they woke up with uh, hypothermia. So, Ooh, that's um, dangerous. There are ways to uh, keep yourself warm. Uh, I would have been warmer even without the candle because I, I, I didn't allow myself to get completely soaking wet laying in a sleeping bag, uh, getting just drenched. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not good ever. Yeah, no, they... Their clothes were wet. They were wet. They were shivering. They were, there's was, not a good way to get dry out there. No, they were miserable the rest of the day. Ugh. But um, uh, in your pack, uh, high protein foods, um, lightweight high protein foods, uh, beef jerky. That's good. One good source of it. Protein bars. Yeah, I. Your lightweight. Protein peanut butter. Um, uh, little maybe. Not too much candy, but you can always have a little treat because it's uh, just good to have some just for the heck of it. It's always good to have sugar or candy on you anyway in case you come across someone who's diabetic and their sugar drops. Yeah. Um, batteries for anything you need batteries for, flashlights, batteries are radios, walkie-talkies yeah. are a good idea. Yeah. Um, especially within a family that yes. you, you can communicate uh, if you're, you know, 30, 40 yards apart from each other. Let's say you're just sitting out there watching and you want to be able to tell somebody what you see. Um, they sell, like, like she was talking about, uh, Linda was talking about, uh, surplus stores. Uh, there's canteens. You can get, you can get military grade canteens. You can get, uh, I, I prefer like a, a, a Vietnam era web gear because it's lightweight. It doesn't really make you that much hotter. Some of the newer vests and such that have mega magazine holders and all this kind of stuff. Uh, they have a tendency to get you a little overheated. Um, especially if you're really moving around. But um, you, you can attach a butt pack to them or a couple butt packs. And then uh, I used to use uh, ammo pouches for carrying uh, food or a little stove and uh, other gear like socks or this or that or whatever. Um, you, can, uh, you can set it up and then you just throw it in your car. And then if uh, you need to jump out of your car, you just grab it and go. And sort it out later, you know, put it on, sort it out later. And once you get out, you know, out of harm's way, it's some, uh, you know, in, in case you're in harm's way at the time. Uh, uh, try to keep it down to 30 pounds or less as far as your pack goes. 30 pounds, you carry it a, a, a ways, it starts to get pretty heavy. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, and your hips, it depends on how, what shape you're in, but the hips are the usually the first thing on me to start screaming. But... Um, five, six miles down the road, it lets up a little bit. So if, if your your body's starting to cry a little bit after you hike a ways, uh, it will get better um, unless you're injured in some way because um, your body has a tendency to just start loosening up and um, there's something that happens in your brain that starts to deaden the pain. Um, but keep it... Because you'll, you'll drink more water, and you're only going to be able to carry so much water. So just try to keep the weight of your little pack down, uh, 15 pounds, you know. You can buy those little water filter straws called life straws that are you're supposed to be able to drink from water that's out in the wild if you have those. Uh, I've never tried them, so I don't know. But It would be a, a good idea also in your car or in your house or somewhere nearby that you can grab, or you can find one out in the woods. It would be a good solid stick, some kind of uh, device. Uh, some people are not into guns. Some like people, a walking stick? Like a walking stick. Just, it's so, yeah, yeah, a nice solid 
they they do sell them. You can order them. Um, or you can make one. Oak is good. Uh, hickory is good. We used to have one a long time ago. But I don't have it anymore. if all you got is pine, then just to try to get a thick one, and and it's a lot easier to carve. But uh, it's at least something something to fend off the dogs or to fend off the snakes. Um, That's a very good idea. You know, push snakes out of the way without getting hurt. Very when good I, idea. I I used to hike in the woods a lot, and I didn't go anywhere without a snake, just because the snakes jump out and. Uh, there are mountain lions and there are uh, other critters out there that Large critters. Can, can give you a bad day. Yeah, so. real bad day. <laughs> um, if, you do, if you do choose to get a firearm, uh, get some training. Know how to use it. Know how to clean it. Know how to take it apart until you are sick of taking it apart and putting it back together. Uh, one thing they do, they teach uh, in the military, is repetitive training. It's just over and over and over and over and over. And um, in these, in some scenario, like uh, an earthquake or a tornado or a war or whatever, go and rehearse what you're going to do a couple times in your house. And do it until you just don't have to think about it anymore. Because that will help overcome some of the fear that it's going to try to glom on your neck. It really will help you. Just It's the repetitive, they call it uh, battle-focused training in the Army. And they, they start out with this thing, it's called crawl, walk, run. And you, you crawl through this step-by-step -step thing you're going to do, and then you go a little faster, and they call that the walk phase. And then they have the run phase, where you, you're going at it full throttle. And then... Um, you just do it so many times when the actual thing event occurs, your memory, your muscle memory, and your, your memory will kick in. Your training will kick in. And then you're not as afraid. You're not yeah. as anxious because you have that part down. Well, you, you, you might still be shaking in your boots a little bit, but you know what, your body will know, you know what to you do. Know what you, to you'll do, just so. know what to do. And yeah. Once you start doing it, it'll start to kind of erode that feeling away. Right. When you do something the first time, it makes a neural pathway in your brain. And every time you do it again, it kind of engraves that pathway. So you want that good and engraved, whatever your routine is going to be when that day comes. Um, one, thing that, one thing good to have in your little pack would be a, a set of motorcycle, motorcycle goggles or Safety ski goggles. goggles. Yeah. Um, because they, 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 they'll protect your eyes. I was in... Uh, some conditions, you might say, that were pretty nasty. And uh, if it wasn't for those goggles, I wouldn't have been able to do my job at all. I've and worn others, safety goggles before when I was in the oil field. Yeah, we yeah. had to wear them a lot. Um, I've, seen, I've seen some winds that were in the 100-mile-an-hour range, and uh, th that'll just pound stuff into your face. Oh, that will and mess you up. And you're stinging. And, um, but those goggles will help you get from point A to point B because in the event we do have, uh, or you're involved in some sort of uh, large explosion, uh, there's going to be debris that's going to kick up. Yeah. And it is just going to throw crap everywhere. And you may not at first have those goggles on, but if you have them with you in your pack or in your car or even at home, you can run and go get them. And then even when the wind's all blowing around, It'll help you find your little ones or your round up your pets or whatever. That was another thing I wanted to talk about was the pets, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, talk about the pets. Uh, big scarves, bandanas. Yeah. Uh, 
knee pads. I wear them. Uh, they're really handy. I, I'm, I'm always finding myself down on my knees when I'm working or doing whatever I'm doing around the house. And so I just, sometimes I just throw them on in the morning. I don't take them off till I'm done. Because I know I'm going to be down on my knees four or five times that day. Wow. So I just live with them. And uh, it was something that I just got used to when I was in the military. And I just, I, it just makes me feel better. I don't know why, but I just... In the wilderness, those would really come in handy. Especially if you're having to hide, get yeah. down and hide and stuff. Those would really be handy for that. Yeah. Plus, my knees are not getting any younger. Myself. And I want to keep them for a while. Myself. So, um, so I wear them. Uh, and put some Put some coffee in that backpack, too. Yeah. You need it. Coffee or tea, whatever you drink. You better put some of that in there. Yeah, it's It makes a big difference on a cold night. Especially if you're outside. I have all these notes we haven't even gone over yet. <laughs> well, we may do more podcasts besides this one, so. Um, yeah, there's there, there's some. I want to close with that, oh, probably. Okay. All right. If that's um, all right, and then we'll look at maybe okay. increasing this. We may be doing some more uh, talking about some of this stuff. Y'all let me think, know what you think about this and if it helps you. And if you, if you have any questions, you know, let me know that. Um, one thing uh, that I, I kind of got used to doing myself, and it, it just, it's just good for realigning your thoughts a little bit, is when something terrible like this happens, um, if you can, if you're able, if you don't have any immediate things you need to do to protect yourself or others or whatever, and, or you hear about it happening and maybe it's happening four states over or something like that, um, and you know it's something alarming. Um, I just sit down and I make a pot of coffee. And I just sit there and I heat it up, and I'll be able to kind of gather my thoughts. Get a and pad and pen. Say a prayer and yep. just calm down and just go. Well, here we go. You know? Yep, here this, we go. Th- this is why we are here. We've been saying a lot the last two weeks. Here we go. The stuff that's been happening that we've been seeing in the news. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, and. Uh, in the big picture of it all, think about this. It's, you're here for a reason. Yeah. God has, you know, he, think about eternity again. Way back, way back before um, Adam was walking and, and before the plants were here, before the trees were here, before the rocks were here. This, he, he knew you back then. And he put yeah. you here right now in this time at the place you're at. He chose us for this time. Right. So it's I've like, asked him a couple of times. He was really sure he meant to put me here at this time, but you know. Yeah. He and he doesn't make mistakes. No, he don't make mistakes. So, so um, just realize he's 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 right there. He's right there. I, I don't know how he does it. I don't get wrapped around the axle about all that. Uh, it's not my pay grade. I don't care. I just know he's there, and it makes me. It comforts me. And. Yeah. Um, I'm not, Whatever we go through, he's going with us. Yeah, it's. it's I'd I'd rather uh, admit that I that I'm I'm a, I'm just a little guy here, and uh, I'm here, and I I do need him, and I am so glad he's there. That was one thing I that really helped me um, when I did eventually find out that he was real and he really was there. I just said, "Golly, Lord, I am so glad you are there." You know, I was just, it was like, I am, man, it's like, I am so glad you're there. It's like, 
We're not oof, alone. It's like, yeah. oof, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad you're in charge because, man, oh, yeah. It, yeah. it sure looks messed up. But I know that behind all this, you're there and, 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 and there's a whole lot of stuff that you're doing. Yep. The good yeah. news is after all this is over, we all get to go home. So that's the really good news. I bet the coffee's good in heaven. Yeah. Many rounds, I want to thank you so much yeah. for taking your time and sharing your your knowledge and your skill with us in this, in, in helping everybody to feel better about what's coming or maybe do some kind of preparation or think about what preparation they might be able to make because we've all wondered. Well, it's you know, we've all wondered pleasure. what happens when an army invades because none of us in America know. Yeah, it's a, well, we it's, don't know. It's, it's an honor. I feel honored to be able to um, contribute in some way, and I hope I did. And I hope uh, you did. People are in, have some level of comfort and to know, know that uh, the bottom line is, is that no matter what happens, he's with us. And, he is uh, with us. Yeah. His, uh, his angels have charge over us. He has given his angels charge over us. Anybody who has any questions for many rounds, you can send those to me. Uh, at wingsofprophecy at gmail.com and I will forward them to him and I'm sure he will answer you and we may have him on another show if he has the time uh, if there's enough questions and we need to talk about something else Jesus bless you thanks for listening y'all have a great week thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Praise Him Radio You can contact me by mail at my new address, JPH Inc., Glenda Lomax, P.O. Box 60, Glencoe, Arkansas 72539, or by email at jphtoday at gmail.com. JPH is not affiliated with any nonprofit organization, church, or denomination. Have you ever gone through a time in your life where suddenly it just felt like your whole life was falling apart? I call these experiences the wilderness experiences. Wilderness experiences are a time of great uncertainty and change. Uh, there are times when our faith is tried and refined. After many experiences, the Lord spoke to me to write The Wilderness Companion, which is a virtual roadmap through the desert times of your life. Find out why you've been led to the wilderness. Find out what the biggest hindrance is to receiving provision in the wilderness. Find out what the seven temptations of the wilderness are. Drastically cut the time you spend in the wilderness by learning how to partner with the Lord instead of working against Him. Every Christian needs to read The Wilderness Companion. It's by Glenda Lomax, and it's available on Amazon.com or WingsOfProphecy.com. Amazon.com, The Wilderness Companion by Glenda Lomax. What is in store for the once great and mighty nation of America in these end times? What is the living God saying to the people of America now? What could possibly be in store for a nation that once trusted in God? but has changed its path from following in the living God's ways to now removing Him from everything and walking the other way. In the book, No Longer Mind, you will find all the messages to America collected in one place in chronological order. No Longer Mind, Messages to an Unrepentant Nation, 
is now available in print at wingsofprophecy.com in the bookstore tab. Get your copy of No Longer Mine today. Do you know someone suffering from domestic violence or another form of abuse like verbal abuse? Did you know abuse has deep spiritual roots that cause abuse to be attracted to a person throughout their lifetime? Now, the Escaping Abuse Study Guide helps you discover and remove those spiritual roots so you won't be an abuse magnet. Get the Escaping Abuse Study Guide or get one for a friend. Available now on Amazon.com. Escaping Abuse Study Guide by Glenda Lomax. Available now on Amazon.com.